Oh, yeah. Coming the in. The Brave. Land of the Free, Home of the Brave, Land of the Bud Light, Trans Community, and the whole damn dealio. Oh, yeah. We are everywhere, and it is July 3rd, an early bird 4th of July celebration. Yeah, the day before. You know, I inadvertently picked up a shift Tuesday night because they're like, hey, do you want to work Tuesday night? And I was like, I just was like, yeah, because I just wanted to work an extra shift. Not even thinking about it until like two hours later. And I went back and I was like, I told my manager, I was like, dude, you asked me to work on 4th of July night. He's like, I fucking got you, fucker. You can't back out now either. It's too late. And I was all like, fuck you. <laughs> and so I'm working. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> he got you, dude. That's yeah. funny. That but there was, <laughs> there fuck was, you. Yeah. There was this other server who realized at the same time. And she was like, no, I can't. I'm not going to fucking show up as he's walking away. <laughs> It was oh. hilarious. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, I was no. like, I'll see you at four. <laughs> People will do that if it's a holiday. They mm-hmm. won't say, hey, can you work on Mother's Day for me? No. Like, just be like, hey, can you work on Sunday? Yep. Or just That's drop how it I got in. my Super Bowl covered. <laughs> hey, yeah. can you work? Yeah, sure. And then they pick it up. And they're like, oh, fuck. You're no, like, someone in the chat, because we have a chat with all the workers in it. They were like, wait, you know that's the Super Bowl. I was all shut the fuck up. No shit. That's yeah. fucked, dude. Uh-huh. Like, hey, man. Sons of bitches. Snitches get stitches, motherfucker. They still worked it. It was good. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah, that's why I'm always like, people are like, can you work this day? And I'm like, let me fucking look at every calendar, you know, possible to make sure let it's Let me uh, sync my Google contact. <laughs> I'm going to sync it so that I can make sure that I don't get screwed over. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I knew how to do a lot of that shit. I, dude, I literally use probably like 5% of the capacity of my phone. I'm the same, dude. Uh, <laughs> there's so many things that I know would improve my life, but I refuse to download the app. <laughs> well, I, and I also just think that the apps were all right when there was some apps. Uh-huh. But dude, they have like they all have ads. Everywhere now. has, but every play, every app has like every restaurant, mediocre to you know anywhere has mm-hmm. like a rewards program. Yes. Oh, download our app. You yeah. know, I said, what? The, oh, come on, man! Like I don't want a little Caesar's app. Okay, mm-hmm. pizza, pizza. No. What <laughs> do you t- have any though? Good. Do you use any? Um. I use the Domino's app. I I mean I use their 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 rewards program, but mm-hmm. not the app. I use it like on the on the computer and shit. Like on when I order shit online. Yeah. But I don't like you I don't use it. You order it. Yeah, through just, the computer. Yeah, I'll just go like Domino's on your computer. Account. Well, no, on my phone. But on I don't. Phone, but I don't down- the web browser. Yeah, yeah. You have the browser. Yeah, I don't. I don't download. Do you get the, the points that way? Yeah. Okay. You just have to sign in. I just don't. I just like. I just didn't want another fucking app. Like the apps I do use are Safeway, and now I like Mm. Fries. Basically, like Mm, they need to get theirs. Fries rapes you into doing it. Like you don't have an option at that point. So Safeway, like you can still give them your phone number, Mm -hmm. like the everything, you know, and you still get most. You don't have the the little Fries keychain on your keys. Not anymore. That fucking wore off years ago. Okay, but. But you, your your phone number doesn't work. Well, it does, but ninety uh-huh. percent of the shit at Fry's you if, have to like go you, online. You have to have you have to click it. Yeah. in their fucking yeah. their app. So well, they, Safeway has that too. They do, but they have far less. Like you, basically, what mm-hmm. they'll do is they'll just give you like a perk. They're like, so you're like be this like, brand of this one, this well, well, exact like, measurement. Safeway will be like, okay, these are on sale for six ninety nine. But if you do the thing on the app, it'll be five ninety nine. You know what I mean? So like they give you a little bit extra, but you still mm-hmm. get the deal like fries is like anything that's on special you have to have the app today we went to safeway and we went to the starbucks that was in the safeway and they're like do you have a safeway rewards phone number it will save you two dollars on your order right now and we're like holy shit i wanted to ask them is it always like this or is this just like a special deal 
That's a special because I do, I do that when I go into those Safeways all the time. Uh huh. Put in my rewards. They must be shit. doing some. It's because it's, you went today. Yeah. Day before Fourth, they're trying to get people some a little extra, a little extra love for the freedom. I'll take it. Gimme, give gimme. Give Dude, so before we get into the 4th of July, mm-hmm. other than you're going to have to work, which sucks, mm-hmm. um, a local Tucson comedy legend, Simon, has passed away. Um, dude, he was in his 80s. Um, that guy was always hitting up open, open mics. Yeah. He was everywhere. I saw that guy perform so many times. Could you remember a lot of his jokes? <laughs> I mean, it was, uh, it was a lot of him rambling. You know, like, dude, well, his, but they were always like a joke with a punchline. Yeah. Like he had, uh, one of his that I, he goes, uh, so I was looking at porn the other day and I know what you're thinking. Dirty old man. And you'd be absolutely wrong. I wasn't looking at him because I'm a dirty old man. I was looking at him to refresh my memory. What are those jiggly things called? Tits. They're called tits, right? I better write that down and put it in my wallet next to the band-aids. Because at my age, there's a lot, there's a higher likelihood I'm gonna cut myself than I am gonna have sex. <laughs> I have band aids where I used to keep condoms. Uh, I'm so old that I remember when safe sex was a padded headboard. <laughs> uh, and he was like, uh, I have I have a theory, and it's called the bigger dick theory, and that's how I how they elect presidents. If you think about it, the guy with the bigger dick always won. And he was like, you know, he'd get you know this guy bigger dick. And then he's like, now you get to George W. Bush or Donald Trump. Now, you might not think of him that way, but those guys had to have tremendous dicks because nobody could have fucked this country the way that they did if they didn't have a big dick. You know, and he's like, and that's my big a dick theory. And it's been proven as that's who wins the election. Uh, You know, like he he was good, man. Uh, But it was, you know, he'd been doing it forever. Forever. I mean, another one of his jokes, I was like, I'm just going to Simon it out. Yeah, dude. He uh, was like... uh, he goes, I met this, uh, I saw this uh, this woman the, the, the other day, she introduced me to her kid, and she gave me his age in months. He's, you know, six, 64 and a half months or whatever, and he was like, well, what the fuck is that? And he was like, so then she asked how old I was, and I gave her my age in months, because fuck you, you know what I mean? He was like, you know, so I told her I was, you know, 8,274 days. And he was like, just so you guys don't break your brains doing soft math, that means I'm 87, I'm 87 years old. And then people would applaud. He'd be like, oh, thank you. You just applauded me for being alive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he passed away. So shout out to Simon, man. You were a legend. And you you inspired me to want to keep doing this damn thing, honestly. Because he was in his 80s. And he was still at, at most open mics just mm-hmm. putting in the work, man. He um, One time I was watching the local news. And they were interviewing someone. And they were complaining, complaining about like a, stop, uh, a crosswalk or a school crossing or something and they were interviewing him and he was like telling them like, Oh yeah, you know, they need to fix this and whatever. And I was like, Hey, I know that guy. I've seen him do stand up. No way. Really? (laughs) See, I didn't know that. He was like, fuck this, fuck this sidewalk. Yeah. I was like, Holy shit. And, uh, um, you know, he always, he, he looked like you're, you remember, um, the fifth element at the beginning with Jason Priestley. And he's like, Azan, Aziz, light. Remember that guy? No. You don't remember? He looked just like the guy Aziz, like, <laughs> or like the priest from that era that tries to give him the poison. Yeah, he had, that's what he looked like. So he had I mean, like I'm gonna find a picture, but go ahead. He had a chin strap beard that was like not just like the thin little like you know vato like thing. Like no, this was like a puffy chin strap beard, um, and he was bald and he was short and he shriveled and he you know he hunched over when he talked when he performed stand up. You know, it took him a minute to get up there, but. Dude, he would always show up to laughs and he would 
you know, it's a two drink minimum. But Simon could only drink one beer. So he, or a beer and a half at max. So like he would get the two beers, he would drink the one, and then ask you, would you like half a beer? I haven't sipped on it. And he's like, but it'd be your half. I just, I can't drink another half. So he was always giving away at least a free half a beer. Sometimes he'd just give away a whole nother beer because he was like, you know what? One is all I need. Um, but no, man, he was doing comedy back when I first started. I've been, I've been banging my head against the wall on this stuff for like 11 years. 11 happy years, but sometimes there, frustrating huh? years. And he was always there, man. Uh, he was a staple. This is the the, the priest from uh, Fifth Element. He kind of looked like that guy. He kind of. Yeah. I could, I, could see, I, could see, light. I could see where you're going with that. All right. I finally put that together in my head. A friend right of now. the podcast, Tony Bruin, man, like he, uh, he did Simon's set on Thursday at Laughs. Oh, yeah? And he was telling me about it this weekend. And, uh, and I thought that was a really good homage. And like mm-hmm. I'm sure Simon would have loved that. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, not, not yeah, I saw him posting a bunch of pictures that they must have been they they they, close. He, they were close, man. I mean, he was close with everybody who's been doing it for a long time, you know, some of the new guys. I'm sure they've had thousands of conversations. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, and he was always nice, always cool, you know. You, you, hey, good set, Simon. Thank you. Thank you. You know, he's mm-hmm. a really nice guy. He was awesome. Um and yeah, so not a sadness, just a celebration of the guy, you know, like Yeah. He was a good dude, and thanks for, you know, apparently didn't like crosswalks. Rip in uh, peace. <laughs> but yes, absolutely, Simon. Thank you. Thank you for all the conversations. And uh, I actually, uh, now I'm going to have to write tits on a piece of paper and keep it in my wallet just for a little while, just so I can, you know, you know, Barry Bond shout out, you know? Beautiful. Appreciate you. So we got the 4th of July coming up. Do you have pl- uh, plans? You know mine, so. It's America, sir. What what would day be without plans? I don't have anything in solid concrete right now. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to work two jobs tomorrow and then uh, in the morning. So I still can go see fireworks if I need to, if I want to. And remember, no one's gonna watch your full five hour video of fireworks on your Snapchat story. Yeah. So, so stop. Don't. Don't please. I don't care. If don't. I wanted to see fireworks, I would have went. I would have looked up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, serious. Hey, like, I look. So the Fourth of July, I'm not. Uh, I guess maybe I got really kind of uh, jaded with like uh, people like Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks is my favorite comedian, and he just kind of like he used to have a joke where he's like, "Man, I fucking hate fake patriotism, man. I fucking hate that shit." He's like, "It's forced, it's coerced. I don't like it, man." He was like, "I had somebody ask me, you know, tell me the other day, you know, he's like, fuck you, man. My daddy died for that flag.'" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh, man, that sucks. I bought mine for like 5.99. And they sold it at Kmart." As a matter of fact, he's like, "My daddy was killed by a Chinese or a Korea." And he's like, "That's funny. My flag was made in Korea." Uh, you know, but he was just kind of like, you know, he was like, "Are you proud to be an American?" He's like, "Well, I'm proud to be 6 foot." Like, I like I have it's not in my control. He's like I was in the uh I was in the Netherworlds yelling fucking Paris, fucking Paris. And he's like and my parents didn't hear me, so they fucked in Texas and now I'm an American. So that's why mm. I'm proud of it. So I don't know. I don't get all jazzed up about it. Uh fireworks stopped being super awesome to me. Like I'll admit, like, you know, if I look it up, yeah, all right, that's kinda cool. I don't go out of my way mm-hmm. to go see fireworks anymore. I'll I'll probably watch them. I rem- I remember working last year. I must have worked on the fourth because I remember we were just out on the patio watching them shoot off in the because it's, it's dead it's in the boring. restaurants, bro. Yeah, yeah like no, the restaurants. No one's, no one's going out to eat. They might show up afterwards, which hopefully I'm out of there by then. But I we'll hope, see. I'll say, or they're going to show up early in the day, like when I'm working, mm-hmm. and fuck my day up. Damn, because it's hot. Because it's hot. Stay away. Look, what you're supposed to do. <laughs> what you're supposed to do 
is barbecue on the fourth. Okay. Okay. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. But some bratwurst. Ooh, for dude. You is got that American? Be, you got to do bratwurst. Uh huh. A hot dog. Okay. And a hamburger. Yeah. Chicken. And piece chicken. Like burnt chicken or, or I don't like the burnt chicken. Dude, you, did you ever like have memories of your parents barbecuing when you were a kid and they would always burn the chicken? Every time. Yeah. Nobody I was like, why do why do we eat it like this? <laughs> what are you doing? It tastes better that way. Not with a charcoal briquette on it. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. It's just it's just dried out, has no flavor. It, yeah. It's ash. You're just like, wow. It's like eating the ashtray. Thanks, Dad. Mm. But it's good for you. No, Childhood man. memories. Yeah, but you just got to eat all of it. It's the Fourth of July, for God's sakes. Yeah. And and what says what says more baked about America beans. than overeating? You know. Yeah. I don't like wings. Baked beans. Wings. I'll, I'll go. I'll fuck with some wings. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow, but I'm telling you what I'm not going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm not drinking tomorrow. Oh. But I am going to drink tonight on this okay. podcast because we're oh, going to yeah. try. We have some stuff that we need to try. Oh, let me let me bust that out. I totally forgot. So a guy that I game with was like, "Dude, you got to try out this mead." I think it's from Ohio, and he sent me this huge package with four four packs and a bottle. Whoa! We're gonna pop this bottle first. Okay, and what's uh, what's your friend's name? Nifty. Nifty. Shout out to Nifty. Thanks, Nifty. <laughs> Thank Bro. you. So this is old fashioned mead, mead with cherry and orange, finished in rye whiskey barrels. It is fifteen point six percent alcohol. Uh. Which is different than um, <laughs> than our heart seltzers, <laughs> than yeah. our five. So it's a corked bottle too. Oh so, shit! So I got this contraption. Check it out. So it's like this thing. Oh, is this one of those? Oh, okay. And you just like twist it, you know? Yeah. Rips off the top layer. Okay. And then it's like a knife. Oh, that it's one that you peel off. That peels off. <laughs> It's probably it's probably gonna be one of those corks you just pull out too. Yeah, oh shit, it totally is, dude. <laughs> but is that a contraption that auto yeah. does it? Yeah, yeah, it, it pulls out the cork. And it's it, fucking it, amazing. Yep. Just, and it spits it out. Those are cool. Yeah. So here we go. Those are dope. Oh, didn't even pop. All right. So this looks like a red wine almost. It's actually more of like a. It looks like a. It looks like honey. Like for real. Like it's gonna like, pour a little because we're just gonna taste it. I mean, you can have more if you want, but. I'm I'm trying not to get too toasted. Here we go. So it smells like like apple juice. It smells, it's it smells clovey to me. Are you getting clove? Clove? Yeah. Maybe. Let me taste it. Whoa. Now that'll put some hair on your peaches. Oh yeah. Whoa. Holy. Holy hell. It's not quite hard alcohol. It's more, it, it reminds me of the uh, apple pie moonshine almost. Like a, uh, like a, like a cinnamony kind of like a burn. But it's more like, it's a little carbonated, I feel like. Okay, now I just, that second time I held it in my mouth a little longer, I got the rye barrels. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. And it's the rye that I'm smelling, not clove. Okay. Um, I'm not really getting a whole lot of orange. I'm 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 getting more cherry than I am orange. Maybe a citrus. Um, this stuff would get you hammered though, dude. And you know what's crazy? What mead is what the Vikings drank. Yeah, dude. And they would get horns, the drinking horns, dude. Mm-hmm. Skull, 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 and you just keep fucking. You gotta you gotta have a drinking contest. Ooh. Yeah, I'm 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 good on that. Just because yeah, right. I don't because I have to drive. Yeah, so. 
we got these too. Let me pull them out. Okay. But yeah, okay. Old fashioned mead. Um, I mean, this would be a totally like different drinking scale, right? Because we can't really say like. And yeah, compare, you know, it can't be rated the same as like a seltzer. This is more of just a bonus. Yeah. Well. Um, well, well, well. Okay. Let's sh- let's just ask it like this then. Okay. Let's simplify. All right. Would you drink it again? Yes or no. That would be something that if I were to like have a house party and be like, everyone get a little drink of this, you know, spread it around because I don't want to drink that whole bottle by myself because ooh, that's a lot. I mean, that, I mean, that'll probably last a while, though, you know, but I, I well, it looks like they poured it on like in like on the rocks. So I wonder if it's meant to be drank on the rocks. Or is that just probably? Like, I don't think it. I don't. I don't, I don't think it really affects it. Is that how you serve Ice meat? Key? Like with like a like a lime I've wedge? Never, you orange I don't, slice? I don't know, dude. There's like a bee, a cherry, a bee garnish. <laughs> they just cut up a bee. Throw it in. It's in there. Um, yeah. So we got these other cans too. He sent like a couple four packs of this. So this is from the Gronfell Meadery, which sounds Irish as fuck. Sema, with this one's with raisins and lemons. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you said grow, fell. Yeah, that sounds like a like a dwarf. Maybe he was of Groenfell. I'm sure it has some sort of Nordic. Okay, so root. that was Sema, which you said raisins and lemons. This one is called Buckland Mead, and I so I did try the Buckland Mead. I drank one the other day. It's got mead with green tea and lemon. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Oh, and these are not 16%. No. These are ranging. Okay, so the SEMA is 5.2. The Buckland Mead is 4.8. And then this is the big boy. Mm-hmm. Old Wayfarer Oaked Amber Mead. I'm excited to try that one. So I want to save that. Because let's save that one for last. Okay. Let's, so, let's do the SEMA. So- Okay, you said you tried the Buckland already. Though. I did. It, it's it's uh, it's not as harsh as the old fashioned mead that we just drank. Um, it's like more like it's. I don't want to call it a hard seltzer, but it's more leaning that way, kind of. Okay. Yeah. So, did you want to? Did are you trying to drink a whole one, or are you not trying? to? No, let's crack them. You just want to. You just want to. We'll split them like we do with the seltzers. Okay. All right. So let, I guess. All right. Or maybe well, not even that. Let's, let's just, try the Sema. All right, yeah, let's do that. Traditional mead with raisins and lemons. All right. That, you know what? I've thought of a lot of like, hey, what if that went with that? Raisins and lemons? I don't know that I've ever thought that. Here you go. Just take as much as you want out of there. Hmm. So it looks, I mean, I don't want to say it looks like a beer, but it's it's not I I've had mead one time and the other time was at beer fest. It foams up like a beer. Yeah, and so like this is I'm kind of trying like new stuff here too. So right. check this out here. A surprising number of rations have mead as one of their national drinks or nations. I'm sorry. Okay, so a surprising number of nations have mead as one of their national drinks, and it's our mission to make them all. Sema is a traditional. Beverage from Finland, closely associated with Vapu, also known as May May Day. May Day. Uh, all right. While the modern version is more often a lemon soda, we pry, pay homage to the original recipe with a dark, 
wildflower honey, raisins, and fresh lemon juice. Okay. okay. So it gives you like a history lesson on the outside of the can too. But I tried it. It's it's not that bad. It's um it's not as harsh. It's smooth. Dude, I like that. Yeah. Not quite a beer. It's like a different aftertaste than beer. Yeah, I I really don't know how to classify it. Mm-hmm. Like a mixture of beer and wine, I guess. Yeah, that's you know, what I was saying. I think like a cross a, between yeah. the two. Somehow. I think that's got to be how it is because it was carbonated at first, kind of like a or foamy like a beer and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's it, it this is smooth. Yeah, that one's good. That's the five. All right, okay. But yeah, so, so I would drink that one again. Like I'm, you toss me a can, I'm like I'm even in. on the Fourth of July. Fuck yeah! All right, cool. I'm like dude, Finland had a Freedom Day too. Just might not have been the same day. Hey man, unity. And freedom isn't free. There's a hefty fucking fee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you don't tip in your buck oh nine, who will? So what's going on in the uh, NBA free agency? Because what I've heard was that what, what Twitter was like shutting down and people were trying to like keep in touch with it through Twitter, but they're like, they can't like view more than 300 unless they're logged in and then they have a cap. Did you hear about that? I did not. Oh, but that makes fucking sense. But what's going on? So, the Los Angeles Lakers have made a bunch of surprising good moves. They got, uh, oh, hello, phone call. Sorry, they, they get, it's I'm I'm keeping up with the draft. They're letting me know what's happening. Oh, right fantastic! Now, so. Uh, so no, the Lakers ended up getting their big pickup was Gabe Vincent, who played for the Miami Heat last year. He uh, was like one of the rockinest three-point specialists. They got Cam Reddish, who's a three and D. Uh, they signed all of their their own free agents back: D'Angelo Russell, Rory Hachimura, and uh, fucking Austin Reeves, fucking White Lightning, um, Kyrie Irving, Mister Flat Earth, Mister oh. Fucking. Let's make a documentary about Jews. Let's support Kanye. Just crackpot extraordinaire the NBA's version of Kanye West Kyrie Irving signed a big deal to go to the Dallas Mavericks and uh, it was a re-sign he went got traded there midseason last year he's gonna go team back up with Luka Doncic aka the fat Larry Bird this guy can do it all shoot the rock hit the triple uh, cross you up dish it out everything you want in an NBA player Luka Doncic is and he's moving at half speed because he's out of shape always um but yeah, so Kyrie's going back there. Um, and then the two biggest overpays in free agency this year. Okay, so there's a guy named Fred Van Vliet. He was playing for Toronto. He got signed by the Houston Rockets for four years and $160 million. Damn, for four years? This dude is getting $40 million a season, and he's his ability is to shoot a three- and dribble the ball, but he can't. He's not going to be one of your four best players. He might be your fourth or fifth best player on your team, if you're any good. He's not that great. Uh, but then they said, you know what? Hold my beer, because uh, Houston is gonna is gonna do another stupid one, and they sign this guy Dylan Brooks, who got kicked out and suspended in the playoffs, cost his team a chance to win is a total just douchebag. He was talking shit about LeBron. He was like, you're not you're not anybody to most anybody to me until you score 40 points on me. 
Like LeBron James is the all-time scoring leader, and he was just talking a lot of shit. He couldn't back up. Um, I talked about the Suns trade last time. So Damian Lillard has played for the Portland Trailblazers for 11 years. NBA fans for years were kind of like, hey, man, you should trade Damian Lillard because he deserves a chance to be a winner because mm-hmm. he's never, ever going to get there you know, with this squad. And they decided, uh, or he still was kind of like a non-committal on whether or not he wanted to play there. He waited until after the NBA draft, which would have been... Just before it would have been the perfect time to say something. Hmm. Because that would have given them the option to make some trades with people in the draft for draft picks like this year and worked out a deal. But he just was like, I'm going to see how they draft. Okay. So they drafted. Then the first day of free agency happened. And the second day of free agency, and he's like, mm. even though they paid $160 million to a dude for five years just so that I would probably stay, like they signed him with the intentions of helping me. Mm-hmm. Um Nah, I demand a trade. I re- or not demand. I'm requesting a trade. I want to get out of here. And, by the way, I want to go to Miami. Meanwhile, Miami has two things to offer right now. Jack and shit. And Jack mm. just left town. Okay. Like, if they trade him to Miami, it is sheerly for the purpose of being like, well, we really feel like we owe you after 11 seasons to trade you where you want to go, even though we're not going to get shit back for a guy who is a clutch player. Um... I really hope that Portland holds out and just is like, I'll trade you when somebody makes me a competitive offer. But until then, fuck you. And as far as it goes, I will trade you wherever the fuck I get the best deal. I'll send your ass to Toronto if I feel like that's the best deal. Does he have any say in that? No. Damn. Because he doesn't have a no trade clause. At least I don't think so. (laughs) If he has a no trade clause, like that's what happened with Bradley Beal. He forced them to trade him to the Suns, basically, because he was like, if you're going to trade me, you have to trade me to the Suns. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, they were kind of fucked. It was like, trade him or don't. Okay. But yeah, so that was it. NBA free agency in a nutshell. Um, um, I don't know. The Lakers did a lot. I don't know if they've, you know, got themselves to the point where they can win a chip, but. I'd be interested in it because everybody knows I, I'm a LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. I started uh, started watching this documentary or five-part series on Netflix, and it's called Muscles and Mayhem, An Unauthorized Story of American Gladiators. Did you ever watch that show? I used to watch that show all the fucking time. Yeah, it was I always on TV. I loved that show. It was on like some, sometime after school, but it was like syndicated, and it was just always on. And I never really understood the rules. But, like, I watched it, and it was just, You didn't like, understand the rules? Oh, dude, man, I was, like, hoping to one day be a contestant on there when I got old enough. Okay, so the the show was talking about some of the contestants. Like, sometimes they would just pick some, like, skinny nerd, and he'd just get destroyed. And then other times they'd get guys that were, like, bigger than the gladiators, and they would beat the gladiators. Really? Yeah. I don't remember them ever having guys that were bigger than well, them. Well, I think, like, some t- like, like, you know, they would get really athletic people. Mm-hmm. Was like, and some of them talk about it because they have like all of the like original cast that they're interviewing, you know? Blazer. The gla- yeah. Laser. Gladiator. Laser. Oh, no. uh, yeah, Ice and like all the girls. And so, Storm. like, the, the, what they did was they did like a pilot, which was like horrible. And then they did uh, like a 13 episode first part of season one where two of the gladiators had to quit. Like, the one like surfer dude with like the Fabio hair. 
he got like kicked in the face by someone the human cannonball and they all said like the human cannonball was the worst thing because like they would get hurt i don't remember that one they would get on a rope and then the gladiator would be standing on like a platform with like a shield and the person would swing on the rope oh and try to knock him off try to knock him off but they would get fucked up because they'd get kicked in the face. The one guy, like, he fell and hit his head with his knee and had a concussion. His doctor's like, you can't do this anymore. And so that's when he was out. And then the girl, like, um, like broke her leg. Like, there were so many injuries. They were saying, like, it was really bad though, that first season. Um, and then they brought it back for, like, a second part. And they pumped all kinds of money into it because it was, like, they got the go-ahead. And then it started, like, getting more ratings than like the NFL and stuff like that. Really? Yeah. And I so mean, I like, remember it being popular, but I didn't know yeah. it got the ratings. Dude, they were everywhere, man. They had toys. Remember the toys? No. Yeah, they had toys at a Nintendo game. That I remember. Yes. I used to love playing that game. Yeah. That was a good two player game. You could dun, beat your brother dun, at all the time. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, they had the jousting. They were little 8 bit dorks with a little Q tip. Yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, I remember that game a lot. And that was a game. You, you, you had the one where you had to shoot the fucking target. Oh yeah, that was the fun one. Yeah, I don't even remember the names. That of was like games. the fun one to watch on TV too. Was the, yeah when they would shoot those tennis balls at him or whatever. <laughs> and um, but yeah, there was like a lot of games that they like improved over time because people kept getting injured, and then um, they were all like on steroids, and so. Uh, like, Real quick because I don't want to forget it. Uh-huh. My favorite game of all time on Gladiators. What? Powerball. Powerball. Do you remember where they're that? in the balls and they're running around like hamsters? No, no. That was the one where they would be at like is almost an end zone. Oh, okay. And you had to run to the other side and slam the ball the the ball into uh, it's those little tubes, those little like tube things. things. Yeah. But there were gladiators there that were like slide tackling you mm-hmm. and fucking pick you up and dump you and shit. Like that was my favorite one to watch. One of them one of the gladiators got like super mad and like started fighting one of the guys and it's like on camera and it shows them like going off like out of the stage area like fighting. And they were still fighting? Yeah. Yeah. Who but won? It was it was they broke it up and then at the end they like like hit elbows or whatever. Like it's all good. Because they were just like competitive. I don't know. I just didn't want you to beat me, bro. So you say they're all juiced to the tits and shit? Yeah, oh, totally, dude. Um, but I mean, they had like Olympic athletes and stuff that were, like a lot of the girls were like Olympic athletes and um, the guys were like former N- NFL like football players and stuff. So, um, but uh, I think um, like I didn't finish the series, but right where I stopped was like when they started talking about their childhood trauma and everything and like, you know, all that. What? Yeah. No, I think which led to their abuse of steroids, but they also said in the eighties steroids was everywhere. It was like the thing to do. They were like, (laughs) my dad beat me with a belt and I was like, I'm going to do steroids until I kick your ass. Yeah. And then I loved him. Even after I whooped my dad's ass, I was like, never enough. And I just kept squeezing every fucking ounce of steroid into me. Okay. I guess. I don't know. I guess if people can have eating disorders and people can have drug addictions and alcohol addictions from it, why not steroid addictions? I guess I maybe I should mock them. Yeah. It's just kind of like, I don't know. It seems weird on a documentary. Like, do I, do I need to go into that? I mean, they kind of allude to that because they're like, well, like it, we became popular and we started to like go speak at schools for children. So like what kind of example were we setting if we were like all, you know, juiced up kind of thing? They seemed self-aware. 
Do sure, you, it didn't stop them. Do you remember a, a group of people that would, like, you could go to see them as if they were called the Power Team? Did you ever hear of the Power Team? You have to, I, I might have, but there are, there, I have a few examples, but it might not be exactly what you're so talking about. So the Power Team uh-huh. was a Christian-based group of guys who were all, like the gladiators, jacked to the tits, mm-hmm. fucking ripped beyond human ripped belief for Jesus ripped for Jesus and like <laughs> these guys would be like I can do these great strength these feats that no mere mortals could possess because I have the power because of, of God. Jesus <laughs> and so like they would get like two phone books like taped together and the, guy, and the guy would rip them apart <laughs> yeah Jesus, yeah. Jesus Woo. Christ! Yeah, and, and, yeah, and they, dude, he would like they'd have four uh, Louisville Slugger bats duct taped together, and the guy would bust it over his thigh like, oh, yeah. shit. Jesus. They had Jesus power, Jesus, and then, uh, dude, they had another guy who would like they would that sounds light, like propaganda. They would light bricks on fire, like a whole thing of them, and he would uh. stand on a ladder and head like headbutt the whole stack and just. Fucking take down a whole stack and be like, yeah. Oh, you're like, this Jesus thing seems kind of dangerous. Jesus is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude. No, I thought you were going to say uh, we had this group and it was, I don't remember what they were called, but it was like this husband and wife and they, they locked like one kid from each like little uh, squad in the high school of all the cliques and you were all in this room and you couldn't leave for the whole day. And like people like were like, sharing all their feelings and like uh squashing beefs and like crying and like letting out all of their like you know like trauma in their life with their parents and they were like crying and everything and it was like a very powerful moving thing you know um i i <laughs> i had two people stand up in the middle of it and go i'm so sorry jeff i talked so much shit about you i was like who are you and, and then another person did and the guy sitting next to me was like dude you're popular <laughs> Yeah, I didn't get as much out of it as these other kids did, but I was in a different place. I had already felt like I had already gotten that from like these other summer camps I went to, like going to these like they were called CASC, Summer Leadership, like California Association for Student Councils. And if you were in like student council, you'd pay like 350 bucks and we even stayed in the dorms at Stanford. And it was this huge like we had motivational speakers and they taught you how to be like a leader in your community. It was like also like very like um like a strong emphasis on like anti-racism which is fine but it's like it's, it sent you away and you were like a completely new different person it was an indoctrination camp Jeff. I'm, but it wasn't like anything bad though it really was no no I know and I'm like aware of that and I'm like I feel like that molded me into this type of like extroverted like super outgoing person um but then like like it like sharpened that so much and that was like what I got out of it but everyone kind of got their own thing I guess but there was like a lot of that where like you like grew like life bonds with these people and like remained friends for like years later and so you're friends with these people now oh not anymore no (laughs) one of the guys that went was on like road rules or the real world or something like one of the guys that went went to you hung out with theo vaughn (laughs) yeah no it was some other random guy i don't know was probably around that time though um but uh it was it was interesting you know uh did that for three summers Damn. Anyway, so I, one summer wasn't enough? No, I did it every year because I would, like, if you were in student council, like, you had to go. 
And so you 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 were required to pay three hundred fifty dollars. Yes. God yeah. damn! But you, it was you like were from California. a bougie ass school. But I mean, like they were also like, if you need help, let us know. Like, because like, bro, like, we'll I, help you. I was like, it was not a leadership of anything, but like uh-huh. we had like uh, lectures and you know all kinds of shit. But I went to Lute Olson basketball camp for one summer. Mm-hmm. Um, was there a lot of that there? What? It's just like positive like speakers. Well, like yeah, like it was cool because we. Uh, you we got to stay at the U of A campus, and oh, the then, dorms. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, in the dorms, and then um, like you you had two options. You could stay at the dorms and get like the full experience, or you could not. Uh, I chose to stay in the dorms because so basically it was like three hundred fifty bucks, but my mom couldn't swing it, and her friends that that like she knew, they were churchgoers, and they were like, well, we normally donate you know money for you know this program and this program but you know we would just take that money and let leo go to lute olsen camp you know so they like sponsored me and got you know got me a chance to go there praise jesus so jeebus got me to fucking lute olsen camp oh yeah um and then like dude i got to meet uh, people like fucking steve kerr steve kerr taught us how to shoot like he was like you know doing all this kind of stuff and and then uh, like some of the u of a assistant basketball coaches like they would uh videotape us shooting free throws and then take us back to the locker room and be like, see your elbows bowed out. See your hand, your, your fingers aren't spread enough. Mm. You're, you're not getting enough rotation on the ball. Like, you know, you're not using your knees enough. Like they would break down your shot. Hmm. Uh, and they would have like Judd Bushler came back. He was never really great in the NBA. He won a championship cause he played with Michael Jordan, but he wasn't really great. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how he's a lawyer. So he basically was kind of like, Hey, look, the the smallest percent of the smallest percent get to play in the NBA. So we all think it's great that you all think like, hey, you know what? One day I want to play in the NBA, but chances are high you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. So have a backup plan. Like he was like, I went to law school, and he was like, now I'm a lawyer, a very successful lawyer. You know, he's like, I just had to find my niche somewhere else. Like playing in the NBA was what I wanted to do, but it just wasn't you know it wasn't long term for me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and for some people not at all. So like I guess it was. Yes, motivational, but it was more trying to like teach you just like, hey man, like yeah, you know, like Steve Kerr when Don't he talked discouraged us, when he talked to us about shooting and stuff, and he was like, look, right now you might not be good, and he was like, but you know why? Because you haven't put in the work. He's like, I shoot. He goes, I've been retired for this many years. He's like, and still every day I shoot five hundred three pointers. He's like, I don't even play, but I still get up every day and I shoot five hundred three pointers. Keeps you sharp. And he was like, you know, you'll, that's how you're going to get better. And I was like, you know, I'm like 12 years old. I'm like, 500? I'm like, you must be high. Jesus. <laughs> Can't even count that high. No, just kidding. Uh, but yeah, that would be the closest thing that, to any kind of thing that I had with that. But Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you, you, uh, you going to Vegas? Next is, weekend, is, is this, baby. Is this the shit that I've heard Oh, about? yes, dude. We're staying at the, uh, the Bellagio. Whoa. Well, hello, yeah. Fancy yeah. Pants. Yeah, we got tickets to go see Cirque du Soleil. Okay. And we're going to go to Top of the World at the rotating restaurant at the Stratosphere. God damn. Yeah. And Dude. I want to go to the Hofbrau House. Dude, I want to go during the night. Yeah. I've only been at one time, like with the Fantasy League during the day. Uh huh. Ordered it's by. It's different at night. Ordered by liter of beer. Yeah. And then they were like, we got to go. I had to chug an entire boot. <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck. They have those competitions there where you hold your arm out with a full beer and see who could hold it out the longest. And I also heard they do like a, a schlotskis mm-hmm. where like you basically get four shots on a, on a ski and mm-hmm. everybody has to like work as a team to all pour the shot in their I mouth at the same do. time. They have the thing where if you order a shot of schnapps, they bring it to you on a paddle and they like set it down and then they, they bend you over and smack you on the butt with a paddle. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Kinky. But then like other people at the table are like, I want to hit them. And they're like, okay, you do it. Uh. 
Oh, do ya? Oh, ya? You can use it. Use the oh, ya? The paddle. The paddle for can fugen. Shitting pancakes for a week. <laughs> but yeah, so it should be fun. Uh, we're going to drive up there. Oh, okay. You're going to drive. It doesn't, what does yeah. it take, like four hours, five hours? I want to say it used to be six, but they put that like high rise over the dam. Uh huh. And so now it knocks like an hour off the trip or so. That's like five. Yeah, I want to say like five. I Dude, I took that route and I just was so high on edibles, I don't remember the drive because oh. I wasn't driving. You have to don't, go don't like, think I was like eating on edibles and I was like, I'm driving to Vegas. No, like I, the, the driver was not on edibles, but mm-hmm. the two of us passengers were high as fuck on edibles. Yeah, um, I don't think we're going to be high on edibles driving there. You, sh- uh, you should be. Probably get a couple monster energy drinks, you know? Ooh, oh. Yeah, take those for the road. Some water. And just like stop every half an hour having to pee. Uh, no, but it should be fun. It'll be a nice, cool little vacation. So, yeah, I'm stoked. I'll have all have stories when I come back. I'm sure. Oh hell yeah! Yeah. So. So you going what Friday through Sunday? Mm-hmm. Nice. Leaving Friday early. I feel like that's like the perfect way to go. Yeah. Yeah, like, you only need two nights there. A couple nights in Vegas, and you're fucking wiped. Because your feet hurt the second day already from walking around the first night. Yeah. And you probably got pretty hammered the first night. Uh-huh. So like the second night, you're like, we're not going to get drunk. And then you get drunk. Yeah. But you and- sleep in until five. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, why not? You went to bed at five. You know you what I mean? Get up. You go to a buffet. See, I don't know when I'm going to make all this time to eat. <laughs> and like, I know when you go to Vegas, you go there with plans and half those plans you never do. Absolutely. That's the fucking joys of Vegas. All right. Now let's read the Buckland Mead. Oh, man. As the ground thaws and snows melt and green things come back to the land, Buckland Mead springs into being. Made from fresh lemon, green rubos, and 100% wildflower honey, Buckland just might be the world's most refreshing mead. Groenfell Meadery. Getting to you, man. God damn, doing that. You read the whole incantation. <laughs> I swallow your soul. <laughs> He's like necktie, necktie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said him. Maybe not every goddamn last not syllable. Syllable, yeah, but I said him basically. <laughs> Thou hast damned us. Thou hast damned us all. All right, Buckland. Yeah, this one I I tried. This one's more closer to a cider, I would say. Oh, or like a like a seltzer, maybe somewhere. A it seltzer like cider blurs the lines. Welcome to the seltzer cider. Um, you know, I talked about my Vegas trip there when I was with the boys. And I was like, I've only been to Vegas a few times, but just about every time I got pretty wa- pretty schwasty. Only yeah. time I didn't get wasted is when I went to Vegas with my moms. We're gonna bring a bottle of vodka and, and- drink in the room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And bring some cups. You know, you got to take some cups down with you. Oh, yeah. Because they always have those little baby glasses in the room. And you can take those and leave them. I feel like, you know, when you walk around Vegas, um, you you go by like a street lamp and there's just, it's just littered with like glasses from the um, hotels because people just bring their hotel glass and then just set it in the street. And there's just like a bunch of nice Maybe I glass. just haven't noticed enough of that. Oh, yeah, dude. Like at, at, towards the night. Yeah. They got to have people that go and just pick that shit up. Go gather That's, all the glasses. That sucks. Yeah. That fucking sucks. Oh, yeah. It's Vegas, dude. There's there's way worse shit that People happens. are dicks. People probably poop on the road there. Ew. 
Yeah. What do you think of this Buckland? So. Buckland mead. Green tea and lemon. I mean, this kind of tastes like an unsweet version of the Arizona green tea. It's kind of more sour, though. Yeah. This could be like a sour beer. It's okay. It's not It's not awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would drink this one again. The, the, the SEMA, I would definitely drink again. Okay. This one, I would drink again, old but fashioned. only with people. Yeah. Uh, this is the first one I'm just... It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. It's not horrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever tasted. It reminds me of feet. Well, then that would be horrible then. So every time I take a sip... Get like take a, a hobbit feet? Quarter chub, you know? Ooh, you chubby bitch. Mm. There it goes. But yeah. Oh, dude, what did I hear the other day? It's like we've been always calling it the big toe, but it's not what it's really called. What's it called? The I'm thumb a- toe? I th- no, no, that's what everybody thought it would be. But. Did you get this from a TikTok? I got this from a sports show. Okay. Because a sports athlete broke his big toe, and they were like, did you know it was actually called this toe? Big toe. Let's see what else could it be. It'd be called like um, uh, a bro toe. Uh, a th- I don't know. I already said thumb toe. I don't know. Um, what do we got? I got nothing. Um, this is me dying with dead air. I love you all. It says Halix toe, but that's not what they said. Halix toe? Um, let's see, uh, potato, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm cooking, um, the, there it is, the great toe, the great toe, mm-hmm. right here. people who ask, what is another word for big toes, great toe, big toe, yep. who says great toe? Apparently it's a thing, because that was that was they were like he he uh, sprained his great toe, and I was like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. It's a grade two sprain, and they were like, no, did we really know? We always call it the big toe, but it's the great toe. I was like, oh fuck, okay. Froto. Oh, yeah. Froto Baggins. Yeah. Um. Frito. Judge Toe Brown. Toe-alicious. Toe-tory. Free (laughs) toe-lay. Totem. Okay. Um. Mean toe-green. Cheeto. I keep thinking of chips. (laughs) (laughs) You're hungry, Jeff. (laughs) All right, all right. right. Any hoot. So I brought some videos to the table this week. Fuck yeah! I love your videos. Yeah, scroll. Dude, that last week, man, the lady getting thrown off the plane. I got another one. No, I got another lady. Dude, that I still love that guy. Bitch, you must be out your goddamn mind. That guy was great. That guy had that fucking shiny jacket on. Um, Let's see here. This was on public freakout. So I always love scrolling through that. Public. My Reddit app still works, though. I think it's the official app. The official app. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm getting the fuck off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the the fuck off with everyone. Can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two fucks, but I am telling you right now, that motherfucker motherfucker back there is not real. And you can sit on this plane and you can fucking die with them or not. 
I'm not going to. Bye. Bye. <laughs> no, I gotta hear this again. Get the fuck off. She's tripping, dude. Fuck off. American or they cannot aliens. believe it. What are y'all doing about this? I don't this? give two fucks, but I am telling <laughs> give you two right now, that, motherfuck- that motherfucker back there is not real. Everyone turns around. Everyone in the plane, plane turns plane around and looks like, what? Not. <laughs> the fuck is she The cameraman turned the bye. camera around. <laughs> I like, bye. <laughs> I mean, she was getting, I, I saw another one today too, dude, but I was like, eh. Dude, what the fuck is this lady's deal, man? Like, they're always drunk, dude. Dude, they're always freaking drunk. Have you ever seen anybody like actually get kicked off a plane? I saw a guy no. do something crazy. It was almost a public freakout. I saw this guy coming out of fucking Circle K the other day, and he was like yelling at the cashier. He was like, "Fuck you, bitch! I died for your freedom, or yeah. I fought for your freedom." And I was like, "Dude, holy shit!" <laughs> I was like, "Really, bro? Like, first of all, who'd you fight?" Mm-hmm. This, Second of all, get out of here, bro. What I got a, a fight, but it, I don't think it's sound, but it's uh, it's on a bus. Okay. So it's like a guy's trying to... Like, I'm getting... Oh, oh, slapping the bus driver. Slapping the bus. Kicking him. Oh, oh, the no, bus the bus driver's like, like, bitch. Oh, shit. The bus driver took over and just started beating the fuck out of the guy. Dude, like, he, he's like, still going. Bus drivers are like, don't assault him, dude. Come on. Like, they're... Oh, no, dude. I'm sure Whoop that guy's ass. Yeah. Oh, he was like, no. Now okay, he takes now him off him the bus? Taking him off the bus. Punch oh, him. and he punches him one more time for good measure. Yeah. Okay, so look, he's like, look, man, I don't know. Dude, he punches one, two, three, four punches to the bus driver, tries to kick him in the balls. He starts punching and him, then yeah. And then it's punch city. He is grounded pounding this little son of a bitch. Uh, the, the weight difference, this is like a heavyweight bus going against is. like a light featherweight, uh, but the light featherweight swung first. Yeah. So this was on uh, win stupid prizes, but I was just like, gosh, this guy, like he tried, he tried to be a dick and just punch the bus driver. You know who Dana White, you know what Dana White should do is sign that guy to a UFC contract. Yeah, That guy was throwing some freaking, that guy was ground and pounding like a motherfucker. Let's see here. I feel like I'm going to sneeze, but I don't know if I am. All right. Let's see if I can get this video to play. Too legit. I've never seen anybody just sucker punch the bus driver. Luckily, that would be crazy. I feel like that's a person that everyone's going to defend too. You know. Yeah, he's driving me where I got to go. Ah! 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 Is Trump jerking off space ghost? So hit that one more time again. <laughs> All right, let's see. Ah! 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 So these are his speeches now. I think. That was just a quick little clip, but... You know, they took me out of context. I was talking very good about how women feel every time I'm with them. Mm. They go, oh, oh, you know, things like that. <laughs> and so on. And so on and so forth. I'm, I'm, look, it's a witch hunt. They're coming after me. I don't know why. China Joe Biden is oh, working yeah, they're over They're going there. after the Biden crime family now. The Biden crime syndicate. We got to get them. The Joe Biden crime syndicate family. They're coming after you. They're coming after your family. First, it's going to be Donald Trump. Next, it's going to be you. That's right. Bob, who works at Bookman's. You're going down, son. Dude, what has happened to uh, Alex Jones? What's he been up to? I haven't really heard much about him. I've been smoking the hash, mm. hanging out in ayahuasca tents. <laughs> just trying to learn. Just trying to learn. <laughs> getting in touch with, with Jesus, okay? Oh, good old Jesus. Bro. Jesus touched Always me. Always there. That's what Father Henry has said when he touched my wiener. He said, God is touching me mm. through me. It was a holy touch. Um, so how'd it go this weekend, dude? Two great shows. Yes, back you to hyped back. Hyped it up last time. 
Let's hear about it. Friday night at the Mint, uh, we had a very packed house okay. uh, on the patio on the Mint. Um, all the comedians did a really good job. Uh, I will say, like, everybody, uh, Whittles uh, hosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lisa, um, Lisa Christine was the uh, first comedian to go up. Then uh, Derek Salaya, me, and then the headliner, Ali Musa. Um, I did a solid 10 to 15 minutes. Um, and I will just say that it was a great show. Mm-hmm. Great crowd, great interaction, great response. And then Ali Musa came up, did 45 minutes, crushed it. Um, everybody just had a killer set. The whole night, the crowd was laughing. There wasn't one comedian who did poorly. Everybody mm-hmm. just had the crowd eating out of the palm of their hands. And it was, it was something. It was something. To, it, was, it was great to be a part of. Hell yeah, dude. And uh, then, you know, after a night of drinking, slept in a little touch, decided, all right, let's head to Bisbee. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I stayed above the old Bisbee Brewing Company. So How like was it? the oh dude, it was pretty cool, dude. It was an apartment literally like just before you get into the brewery. Okay. So like, you know, and you had a little chain there, like, you know, when you go on tour somewhere and it's like private. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're like, Oh, I could just step over that. And they're like, No, you can't. It says private. Oh, there's like a rope? Like the little yeah, but it was like a chain, you know, uh-huh. like a dog chain. Oh. And it just said private on it. So we went up there, got our, our apartment, it was nice. Me and my girlfriend went up there. It was wonderful, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh and it, the coolest part was we came down after we were ready. Because uh, I cooked dinner there just because I was like, you know what? In Bisbee, it's kind of rough, especially Fourth of July weekend, to, to try to get reservations for places mm-hmm. and hit the time we needed. Because we the show started at 8. So you brought food to cook? Yeah, I went over to Safeway, picked up some food, picked up some chicken, some potatoes. Oh. Uh, cooked some chicken and some garlic uh, rosemary potatoes with some cheese on them. Okay. Uh, really, really good. Just something nice to put down a good base coat. Went out drinking again. Had like went downstairs. That was the coolest part. So you, you know, we were all showered up, ready to go, clean to go. We go downstairs, have a drink, right there. Uh, we go out to the patio, enjoy the drink, and where we were sitting, the next building down was Chuckleheads. Okay. So boom, you know, just came down down there, went to Chuckleheads, and we sold out Chuckleheads. Hell yeah! Collectively. Uh, the, there was no Moss tickets. It was standing room only. People were sitting, you know, all the tables and chairs were gone. It was phenomenal. Nice. Like, way better than when I went and performed before. Like, just, like, there was so much uh, of a larger crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, on this night, a few comedians didn't have the greatest of sets, but, you know, like, that'll happen. Lord knows I've talked about bombing and, and you know, eating shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, then... Uh, I had a really, really good set. I felt a little bit more pressure to kind of like bring the crowd uh, like energy up. Yeah. Because they were kind of like, you know, after like two in a row, they were just kind of like, eh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but they the crowd was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They like, you know, I, I basically just asked them. I was like, hey, everybody, get, come on. It's Saturday night. Like in Bisbee. I know everybody's drunk. Like, let's fucking let's ratchet this bitch up. Let's yeah. you know, work let's, the let's, crowd a let's little. Turn this motherfucker out. Let's go. Uh-huh. And, Give them a little, uh, a little pat. Yeah, you know, yeah. and then they were like, and they and they obliged. They listened okay. right up. Fucking started cheering, started hooting, hollering. Oh, Leo's what, up. We better what, sit yeah. up and pay attention here. You know, I just like I feel like when when I'm opening for somebody, like I I go out of my way to make sure I hype the crowd up mm-hmm. because when the people in front of you do really well. It's literally so easy. Mm-hmm. You're just up there doing your set and everything's working. And you have a way of like hyping the crowd up with yeah. your presence. And so like I want to do that for, you know, the headliner and stuff and it was a different crowd. They weren't loving every single thing, but they loved certain things and mm-hmm. I had a I had a two great sets. I 
I, I wrote some jokes on the way to Bisbee nice. as I was driving through St. David. Uh-huh. Because it's like a fucking hillbilly backwoods channel thing. And apparently, somebody was telling me, like, it's like where a lot of the Mormons, like, moved for a while and where they founded that shit. Like, mm-hmm. they were polygamist as a motherfucker. Mm. Uh, they got a lot of Methodists down there. That was my joke. I was like, these guys down there put the meth in Methodist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was, it was, like, both shows. Friday was a great show. Saturday was a killer show. It was so worth it. And then I went to St. Elmo's after, had some drinky drinks, shot some pool, man. It was a weekend. Hell yeah, dude. So, yeah. I mean, a shout out to everybody who came out. I met a few people and they, mm-hmm. uh, hey, man, we came out. Boom. Loved it. Uh, so some of our listeners went and it was totally cool. Mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a blast. Hell yeah, Just dude. absolute great time. And uh, Ali Musa, like we played, I told him we, we played his clip from uh, Ben, or when he did the Ben Shapiro stuff on uh, Kill Tony. Yeah. I, I told, I was like, yeah, man. I was like, dude, we fucking, I was like, my boy Jeff listens to that stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't really know much about Kill Tony, but he watches a lot of it. And I was like, and he asked me if I knew you. And I was like, yeah, I know Ali. And so we kind of talked about it and stuff. And he's like, oh, that's cool, man. Because mm-hmm. he's got his own podcast, Ollie USA. And I was like, oh, good for you, bro. Nice. You know, and uh, but yeah, it was nice working with him. I hadn't seen him do 45 because, you know, we'd come up, you know, he was doing comedy a little he bit did before. 45 me. minutes? Yeah. Oh, shit. So uh, yeah, he was the headliner. So he did 45 minutes both nights. I did like 10 to 15 each night. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, it felt good. Like, it was just, like I said, a great weekend of comedy. Makes you charged up to go back. So now the next show, July the 14th, Corbett Brewery, 730 in Tucson. Come check us out. Uh, I promise you, it's killer lineup. I'm uh, I'm doing a show. It's a bunch of great comedians. So check that out. Check Sweet. that out. Corbett Brewery. Um, you went and saw some movies this week? Elemental? Uh, Elemental, dude. The Pixar movie. Uh-huh. So that's like where elements don't don't mesh, you know. Oh yeah, and of course, you know, because it's like fire and water. That doesn't really work. They don't go together. You know, fire water and earth, puts the fire out. You would think water destroys the earth; it erodes it. But wind kills everything. Yeah, fucking tornadoes and shit. Earth, wind, and fire. And don't then, f- so what? What did the water do? The water. Uh, so in this story, it's a love story. Okay. And a water guy who's kind of sloppy and goofy and weird, mm-hmm. he falls in love with Ember, the flame the flame oh, daughter. Pokemon move. And he's like, what's up? You know? And mm-hmm. uh, so he really starts to like her and she kind of likes him. And she's like, well, you know elements can't mix. And he's like, what if, uh, we, what if we just try? Oh. He, he totally did his own version of Just the Tip, but it was Disney. So it was like, you know, put your hand on my hand. Uh, okay. You know, and I was like, see, look, I'm not, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not evaporating and you're not, you know, being put out. Oh, they didn't. Like, Die? Look what we do. You what? Know? Are, what are, does it just like make it's boiling just, water? Yeah, sometimes. Like okay. he would boil a little bit and she would dim a little Ooh. bit, but they would still make it. Ah, yeah. uh-huh. a little Ooh. give and take. A little give and a little take. Oh. Um, dude, but it was really good. Like if you like mm-hmm. any of Pixar's, like Up, and they had an Up short. It was a uh, uh, what's the old man from Up? Do you remember his name? Stanley Tucci. Sure, we'll go with that. And okay. Doug, okay. the dog. And uh, and it was uh, he was finally going on a date like he matched or some lady called him and asked him to go out on a date like some neighbor lady and he was like oh okay and then he had to forget you know ask his wife for forgiveness it was that whole thing oh but that was a short that they played before it elemental a prequel to that I think are they really it's up yeah when when Stanley Tucci was a child I think I'd probably check it out <clears throat> yeah. it's if it's Pixar I'm in dude they do really good movies mm-hmm. they're making Toy Story four. Already did Toy Story for you. They're making it? part five. I mean, no, they are not. Yeah, they can't be. Yeah, they are. Another one. No, dude, 
It's on the internet. The dude does not abide. Yeah. Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know what they're going to do because didn't he give away the toys? Some other kid? I'll be honest with you, man. I could. I, I never liked Toy Story. It was. No? It, it came out after. Like I mm. should care. Okay. I mean, it, it came out like when we were kids, but they kept releasing it. Now we're at a, we're adults, so we don't look at it with the same awe-inspiring imagination that we I'm once just had. Done with it. Now we're just dull ass, fucking angry adults. Look at us. What have we become? I became what I swore I would never become. It'll happen to you. I, you know what happened? They closed Toys R Us and it closed my childhood. Oh, yeah, dude. Shut Because I on said, that. I don't want to grow up. I'm a Toys R Us kid. More repressed memories locked behind a door. Than I can play with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, dude. So, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell you the reason behind this question after you answer. Okay. Do you think your mother would turn you in if she knew you were a serial killer? No, I don't think she would. <laughs> I think she'd cover for me. I think you're pretty... You know, how confident are you? Uh, pretty confident. Okay. Yeah. So here's what I want you to do. Uh-huh. You don't have to call her on air. Oh, no. But text your mom, ask your mom, get a response, and next week's episode, mm-hmm. I want you to tell me what her, what her answer was. Just ask her, like, Mom, if I committed murder... Just, just ask her. In? Just be like, "Hey, mom, if I, if you found, if you, if you were pretty sure and you knew that I was a serial killer, would you turn me in?" Okay, I can probably call her and ask her that. Yeah, just ask her because your answer that you just had right yeah. now. I had this conversation with my girlfriend. And I told her, <laughs> and I was like, you know, and, and she was like, "You think your mom would turn you in?" I was like, "Absolutely not. My mom would cover for me. Yeah. Fucking no doubt. She wouldn't let fucking turn yeah. me in." And so, like, I kept forgetting to ask my mom. Right. So I call my mom, like, you know, like she was like, oh, yeah, what'd your mom say? I was like, fuck. All right, hold on. I'm going to find out. I'm going to put an end to this right now. Call my mom. I'm like, hey, mom. I was like, if I was a serial killer, you were pretty sure I was a serial killer. Like, would you turn me in? And my mom was like, absolutely, I'd turn you in. And I was like, wait, what? Like, I was, ta- turn you I was taking it back. I was taking it back. I was like, oh. wait a minute. I was like, so does my girlfriend know you better than I do? I was like, you would not, you would turn me in. And I like, You're I, not. yeah, she was like, absolutely. She's Damn. like, if I turned you in, then you couldn't kill anybody else. You wouldn't be hurting people. And I was like, but your only son would be locked in a penitentiary forever. Probably. I was like, you would turn me into the cops. That's what she said. Oh, there we go. We might have lost a second. We there. lost a second or two, guys. Um, so if you heard a little skip, it was not your headphones. We're not going to go back and edit it. Don't worry about it. It's um, going to be just fine. No. So uh, real quick, I just want to say because it it popped in my head. Remember that kid last week? You said that like uh, his mom was getting punched at like a, a yes place, and he shot the guy. Uh, Nicki Minaj like tweeted out that she would like pay for that kid's college or something like that. Really? Yeah. Um, and then the other thing was. I was I watched two different Gabby Petito documentaries. Um, Who's that? She was the influencer whose like boyfriend like killed her and then like drove the car. Oh yeah yeah Remember yeah! That? I watched one of them. Okay, I watched two of them. And the, the wait, were they on two different platforms? Yeah, one was on Peacock and one was on I think Max. Okay, I watched the one on Max. I didn't I, see the one. I on think Peacock. the one on Max kind of it, it, they both add, like add a little bit here, but the th- one on Max like at the end kind of went through his letters how he like admitted to it. The one on P- 
peacock. No, I never saw that. Oh yeah, it like it like at the very end, it like shows like. At oh, least I don't think so. Maybe I was asleep. They found his backpack, and he had like a journal where he's like, "Oh, I killed her out of mercy" or whatever. It was like crazy shit. And but the one on peacock like was like they wouldn't at you know they wouldn't ever release what was in the backpack that the parents found. But then like it had a title card at the end, it's like they have since released it, and this is what it said. So it was like probably made before, and they just added that. Oh but, okay. Um, yeah, dude. Uh. Uh, that was why I remember I, I remember watching like podcasts and them talking about that while it was happening and everyone was like dude he did it but the what made me think of that was you saying would your parents cover for you if you murdered someone and that's <coughs> pretty much what guess what that they did that's exactly what how this conversation sparked oh really I didn't know that we were watching that <laughs> that's funny <laughs> yeah so basically yeah I mean so but the thing was, was it was so drawn out that they were covering for him when there was like an active, like nationwide, like push from all social media. Cause it's, it was everywhere. It was everywhere. And I was, I remember thinking at the time there's, if this guy's a, like goes to a store, like someone's going to recognize him. This, his picture is everywhere. It was like such a crazy phenomenon at the time. And um, watching the documentary about it, it like shows like the police body cam- the the one on Peacock shows like yeah no I saw the body cam footage too where they're asking her but, like are you okay but at the end I don't think they showed it on the one on Cinemax but I think they showed it on the one on Peacock where after the one cop's talking to the other cop and he's like we don't have jurisdiction in this because uh, a lot of the times what happens is we release. Uh, the the female like goes oh no no it was it was my fault it was my fault and they release him and then and the guy ends up killing the woman, and the cop told the other cop that like after the fact, and so damn like, he kind of called it you know, but yeah uh, it's just uh, that guy was just uh, he just murdered her and then tried to hide the body and then killed himself basically but I'm sure his parents knew because he like she he came back with the van without her mm-hmm. and like at his parents house her van and then he used her card and that's what that's why they like were looking for him because they couldn't do anything because he he wouldn't cooperate with the police yeah and the police were like you could tell they were like probably like yes we know where he is no he's uh exercising his constitutional right you know as yeah they were they, they were fucking like hiding his whereabouts and shit his parents helped him well well what happened was the the reporters were outside his house and uh the police came in and they were like oh they're gonna arrest him they're gonna bring him out but what happened was that his parents called the police because he had been missing for four days and the reporters didn't know that they thought he was in the house okay and so he was missing for four days but what happened was he went and shot himself in the head in the swamplands in Florida and then you know but they had like they had footage from some other family who did like kind of something similar where they would record their family like going on vacation and they had just a camera outside their van and they drove by and there's like a scene where the time frame where you can see the van and like like they passed them at one point and they like dissected that and the internet sleuths like they went crazy on this one you know it was one of those like documentaries where they just interview a bunch of like youtube personalities and it's like people you never heard of and they're just like you know oh my god which is basically what we're doing now but on camera (laughs) well look and the other thing about that is like all these like internet sleuths like some of it's cool i get it you know what i mean but like other people it's just like i don't know the other time when that backfired like was the boston bombing i think or yes yes. remember and they like 
like the internet found the wrong guy. Yeah. And they and like they, harassed him and he was like, I had nothing to do with anything. But then they found the guy that actually did it and but and the then, guy's life is still ruined. And yeah, everybody's like, eh, well, too bad for that guy. He shouldn't yeah. have looked that way. Uh dude, no, but it's one of those things where it, I hate to say it, I hate to be that guy, mm-hmm. but dude, be she is guy. a blonde white white girl. Like, uh-huh. how dare her? How many times do you think that that happens to people that are you know what I mean? Like, kid, you know, people just taken out, killed, whatever. Oh, they and, said and, in and, the documentary, like seven hundred sixty people a year that go missing. And they out don't. And, the- and this shit doesn't get any fucking coverage. Nobody knows about these people. Nobody gives a shit. Uh, but it's a you know a, a pretty blonde young woman, and they're like, oh well, we got we got to get the whole fucking world in on this. Mm-hmm. We got to find out what's going on. And you know, it as, just I, happens, as I watched the documentary, like that's what I was thinking about, and yeah. I was like, that's kind of tragic. Really, I mean, is. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I think it had a lot to do. with it. I think it was more uh, how many slow news week. How many times? How many times do you ever catch it where they're like, "This young African American woman has has been abducted." Oh, it's a race thing now. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, it is. Um, I'm like, you don't see a lot of those missing black girl stories or missing Latinos. It's fucking white women. uh They're like, "Oh shit, a white woman's missing. We got to go find them." Okay. I'm sorry. It just sucks. Okay. Um, dude, there was a. I, I I almost like can't even bring myself to say it again but yet another it? mass shooting buddy there always is dude. Baltimore. I'm desensitized to them now and that's where I'm getting and I don't like it I shouldn't be desensitized to the fact that they had a block party fucking 28 people were injured two people killed the ages were from like 12 to like 25 or some shit or 39 or something and someone just started popping off yeah they, they still and they haven't found this person yet oh man just another fucking mass shooting they're, they're happening every day every week Every month, every Coming year. Coming to a town near you. It's just getting kind of wackadoodly crazy out here. Um, yeah, shootings. What else? Uh, they they voted against uh, affirmative action. affirmative action and against uh, student debt relief. I posted a meme online that said the Supreme Court voted six to three that people with student loans can eat shit and die. Uh, triggered a few people. I was I was happy with the results. It was you good. did trigger a few people. A few, yeah. Um, usual usual suspects yeah i engaged slightly but it was in a peaceful way and um then my dad started commenting i'm like okay dad it's the same thing as if they would forgive my mortgage okay they can do that too <laughs> Go he was ahead. like not- he's like yeah what if they forgave your mortgage and you're like that actually would yeah. be awesome yeah why would you be against this is this what they tell you good old dad love you shout out <laughs> shout out to bruce yeah the Bruce, the Br- Das Bruce, um, and then what else? Uh, we, uh, my girlfriend's son visited this week. Uh, we hung out. We ate a lot of Mexican food. A lot of Mexican food. Had you had you met him before? Yeah, yeah, we've met. We'd hung out. Uh, we played Mortal Kombat last time. We played Monopoly this time, and it came down to me and him. Yeah. But it was like never ending, and it was getting late, so we just stopped playing. So we never finished the oh, game. Oh, boo! Yeah, it was it was getting intense, dude. It was, uh, I was doing pretty good. I'm be honest. Uh, dude, I'm just going to be honest, man. I tell people this all the time. Do you, if you're playing Monopoly, don't invite me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You get crazy? No, people hate me. Oh, yeah. We, we were I am mostly like, pleasant in this game. Most Everyone was time. like polite. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know, but it dude, was pe- only going to take one time of, okay, the tables are turning. People end up like counting out their cash and like fucking throwing it at me. Like, here's your 550, man. <laughs> Fuck you. And I'm like, yeah, here's dude. your $6 rent. No. Fuck you, bro. We played the Mario edition. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it's I've like never Mario pl- and Luigi. Was I never part played place. other like editions and shit. Yeah, same shit. Know. Just different like properties and stuff. That'd be yeah. kind of cool. Maybe I should look into something like that, spice it up a they bit. They got like fucking 5,000 million of those different yeah. Monopoly. They have like like a Tucsonopoly one. That's <laughs> fucking horrible. Nobody yeah. wants to play I see that. that in town. You ever go to Antigone Books downtown on 4th Ave? Fuck no. No? Really? I feel like you should go there. Why? <laughs> Take your girl. I don't know. Why? Why should I, I go there? There's just like weird shit. They have like a crazy cat lady action figure. They, it's just like a weird bookstore. And they have like a bunch of shit. They're weird. <laughs> why, why should you go there? I don't know. You'll find a magnet that you like. No, I won't. <laughs> uh, it's like across from uh, Generation Cool, which is always fucking closed. I've never been in there. It's always closed. You've never been in there? No. They I, have like the, the, the He-Man action set. They have a bunch of old school toys. The only thing I ever saw was when we watched Slobby's World. Uh-huh. Slobby Robbie, yeah. who owns it supposedly. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. It's always closed. I'm like, are they ever open? Yeah. It's weird how like a boutique store like that, you wonder, um, I'm sure the rent is insane down there, you know? And so uh, how could you afford to not be open all the time? But I'm sure there's other stuff in play. You probably have to be, you probably have to have security. Being on 4th Avenue, people just grabbing shit and running. Oh, yeah. Drunk people coming in, throwing up on your fucking one-of-a-kind Jordans. Ooh, you you gotta get the brush out? No, no. Probably close it down before that happens. That's probably why they're closed. Like, eh, got drunk college kids roaming the streets. Better close shop. It's like fucking in the old wild westerns. They're like the the, the bandits are coming. The bandits are coming, and everyone's like, "Oh shit!" Close up the windows. Board up the windows, and they're all <laughs> dropping the nails. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, that's not good. What else? What else is new? Um, I'm kind of excited about Vegas, dude. It's been a while. It's going to look different. It's going to be all new. There's going to be all kinds of new shit. It's been like five years since I've been to Vegas, dude. Yeah. Four or five? I feel like every five years, Vegas transforms, though. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know. It was the same fucking place when I went. The only thing that was different was our boy, Homero. Mm -hmm. Me and him got to talk. We were on fucking Fremont Street. We just kept walking and talking. Mm -hmm. And then we ended up... I talked about this in the podcast at the time. We we ended up in the wrong neck of the woods. Oh. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. We were... In the ghetto, in the ghetto, where people have guns. Uh, it was fucking, it was spooky. Uh, but I've never been to Fremont Street. Oh, dude, go this time. Yeah, bro. Look, the strip is great, but it's a bunch of overpriced stuff. You go to Fremont Street, dude. Mm-hmm. It's like affordable. It's cool. They always got some shit going. Can you they just take zoom? like a taxi over there? Fuck yeah. It's not too far. No. Do you have to go over the highway? I don't know, but okay. Fremont Street <laughs> is is legit. And okay. dude, every like, dude, they have like four or five like old school casinos. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just fucking cool. They have a a White Castle down there. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I did that the last time I went there. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. That's what I want to do. Uh, I'm gonna actually go. You're excited about Vegas uh, next month? I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Michigan. Oh, that's right. For uh, uh, snow eight days. Okay, for eight days. Nice and cool there this time of year. No. No, it's gonna be hot and humid, probably. I'm hoping that it's gonna be cooling down by the mid-August. Fucking thing sucks. Uh, yeah, and that's going to be me. But yeah, I'm gonna go check out the meet the fam. Hell yeah, see him. I just kind of got one of those inklings. I gotta go. Gotta go check out Michigan in this year. Okay, good old Michigan. Um, fed the snake this week. Did not eat the mouse again. It didn't eat it. 
It just wouldn't. It's eat just it. gonna starve or what? No, I mean, I I put it back in its cage with the with the mouse, but it still hasn't eaten it. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I but like it's been under the heat light too, and it's like dark now. I wonder if I should just swap it out. Yeah. Now it's overcooked. Now you've now you've welled yeah. into the mouse. But we got them these. We we got her uh, small mice because they didn't have medium, and we went we went back today to get more medium, but they only had small and like large rats. And they're just like frozen mice in this like freezer section of the pet store. They yeah. never got mediums. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> no mediums. Uh, so it didn't eat the small one. I'm so I'm wondering if I should put another one in there though. But what we do is we feed it in the other one, the 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 feeding cage. But I think we need to put a heat lamp in there because I think they don't eat if they're not warm. That could be. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Good old reptilians. Yeah. It's a cool snake though. Butter. It's albino. Call him butter because he because she's on a roll. Yeah. Put her on the rug and it like has no traction, but it just like slithers super fast. Oh. It's like kind of cool looking. That would be creepy for me because yeah. I'm not a snake guy. Yeah. It's the fastest I've seen its move. All right. The fastest that I've seen it move is on that rug. Yeah. I don't need to see that. But everywhere else, it's like slow. But I, who knows? Maybe it's holding back. But yeah. Well, I think that the, it's going to be a good week. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy 4th, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week. And we will see you on the flippity.